uh, talk about identity politics if you want Absolutely. to. Absolutely. So we're live. What's up, everybody? What's up? Yeah, I don't Nothing, know. Man. The identity politics thing is um, because I, I used to be somebody that thought this shit was really fucking annoying. And then that's when I realized it's like, oh, yeah, just because no one I'm annoyed because no one gives a shit about my identity. Like, that's what like, that's why I'm bothered. It's not that I'm anti identity politics. It's just that oh, I'm a white dude. That's a Christian. And it's like, that's just not in. <laughs> uh, hey, right. Right. Being now. a black male was has never been in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, for sports and shit or entertainment and all that kind of athletics. But I mean, as far as socially, yeah, we never, we're never in. Yeah. You know, you can be cool in high school, but I mean, that's the thing, man. It, 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 you, you saw, I saw it so much in high school, man, where like um, <clears throat> you get a lot of these white kids who they, they want to either act black or especially where I grew up with Puerto, like the, a lot of women, uh, the young ladies wanted to act Puerto Rican and shit, but they were Pretty Italian. Hilarious. Yeah, dude. But it's like they get older and all of a sudden they become super Italian. It's just like you realize you used to talk with a fake Puerto Rican accent mm-hmm. like in in middle school and throughout half of high school, now all of a sudden you're fucking Carmela Soprano. That's insane. Yeah, man. it's it's pretty funny. And you're right, man. That it's the, it's the same thing when it when people talk about diversity. When they say diversity, they mean me. Yeah, it's not diverse. It's you know, they, well, they mean you, you. Just mean, oh well, someone like me isn't on the show or wasn't selected yeah. for this festival. Same with with uh, we were saying before with identity politics. You, I, I work with all these dudes in the military. It's like, oh, as a straight white guy, Christian male, I, I don't like it. It's just like, well, that's exactly what just you know who you are. That's how you see the world. Yeah. And as a straight white Christian guy, this is how you view things. It's like that's identity politics, man. So, yeah, uh, no, do I agree? It's yeah. just the the difference is, is is like I think we're in an era like now or we're getting to it. where like for the first time ever. Like there's a lot of like historically there's been pushback on what white people have done, like in pockets, mm-hmm. like it's big movements. But now it's like pretty much you're going to get pushback on everything if someone doesn't agree with you, which I think is pretty cool. Like it can be annoying, but it's like, dude, you, any, any opinion you have as a white dude, you're now getting the pushback that every other race has ever gotten when they've had an opinion from. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's just like now people aren't afraid to say shit. You know what I mean? It's just like you say some wild, crazy shit. And for years, people will go, hey, man, that's just Jim, man. Just leave it alone. Because in most environments, it's like 80% white dudes. And you know that most of your coworkers or the people around are going to agree with them. And you go, you know what? I'm just not going to say anything. You got to listen to slander about your own race, about all type of shit. You know what I mean? But when it when white people are doing, just hearing the slander the anti-white slander it's and it's mainly from white people that's what i i always say man it's like we tried to tell white people that white people were racist and unfair (laughs) now y'all starting to see that now that there other white people are coming after y'all now you see (laughs) so it it is oh man it's hey welcome to the club we're figuring it out i i don't know man i used to be like scared and now I'm just like, no, nah, just you just be careful and like, like I, that's why I'm glad I have this podcast. This podcast is great, man, because I can just openly come out before I get in trouble and just be like, hey, I am very sorry for things that I've done. <laughs> it's, it's not about being sorry about shit. It's it just, is, a, it's, it's a, it, no, dude. I'm telling you, man, it's acknowledgement. It's, it's, it's going. It's, it's. I don't, I don't think most black people want 
like the whole kente cloth on the knee. It's like, come on, well, man, yeah. what the fuck are y'all doing? Well, That's just bullshit. Well, I'm talking more about like specific stuff where it's just like, I think a lot of people that get canceled get canceled because they've been hiding what they did and then it comes out as opposed to like i think a lot of people could feasibly get like get away with it so not a great word but like to be like yeah i said this word when i was in high school and i'm sorry that i said that word or like i did this racist shit when i was younger and i'm sorry and i know that it's wrong but like admitting hey i did this thing as opposed to waiting to get caught well i don't even think that um do you think people um I mean, look at Liam Neeson. Something happened to his friend, and he he came out and he said, "Yeah, some uh, I think it might have been like a black person or something." Well, yeah, he said a black dude, and he said, "And I went around the town that night just looking for a black person to like beat the shit out of." Yeah, and he said, "I'm sorry that I did that," but I think the fact that he came out and said he was sorry, like he got a little bit of pushback, but it completely disappeared. Like I don't think he lost any roles or anything, did he? Uh, I'm I'm not sure. I, I don't, like it's not like I know what he was up for. Yeah. But uh, I was going to say, yeah, he got pushed back for that. Because here's the thing, man. Like you said, uh, no matter what you do, you can come out and go, hey, I did this stuff. My bad. Or you could get caught or something resurfaced and you go, you know what? You're right. This was wrong. People, the, the, the answer from both sides is like, oh, you're not really sorry. You're just mad you got caught yeah. and you just want to be able to keep doing X, Y, and Z. It's just like, are we going to give people any chance at redemption Amen. at all, man? Also, like, I, I don't know if we've talked about it on this, but I know I've seen other people talk about it. If you are, like, pro-canceling people and not giving them a chance to change and also pro-prison reform, get your fucking mind straight. Because it's like you can't be one or the other, man. That's true. Like, I'm definitely pro-prison reform, man. My thing is like this is like, it's like, dude, if Mike fucking Tyson can fucking rape a woman and then go to prison and serve his time and get out, and we're just like going to let him be in a cartoon and continue to go be on news stories, it's like we have to fucking be able to be like, hey, you said this racial slur when you're younger, but you don't do it anymore. You're working to change. And it's like, I don't know, man, the prison system's fucked up, and I think like the system of the way we we judge people when it's like, dude, fucking it's, but I will say this, the argument that a lot of white people use to, to, to not to like try to get people to forgive them for stuff they did in the past is the same arguments they've been shooting down when black people talk about crimes and stuff that were committed by young black teens and shit like that. Like, and it's like, it's like, Oh, he was young. You know I mean? Like I, he made some mistakes. It's like, I'm sorry, we can't employ you. You have a, you have a record. And that's what it is now. It's like, hey, uh, Mr. Hodges, you have a record of saying some slurs. So we can't we uh we can't have you here. We can't I know, dude. I'm sorry. <clears throat> yeah, you're right. It's a it's a weird you know, it, it also plays into like this whole thing with, with companies right now as well, how they feel like big tech, um, how like they're uh, they're running everything oh. and they're being oppressed by big tech. But here's no the thing, off. man. Go huh? off, go off, Here's, man! Yeah. I'm ready for this. Go off on this shit. <laughs> uh, I hope I hope I can meet meet up meet your expectations. But for decades, you know, first of all, I feel like it's 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 been people who are mainly capitalists, and I have no no issues with a free market and all that kind of stuff. It's it's the it, it was those people who are really pushing for these companies and the in in these uh, corporations to become people. Yeah, you know, which is funny uh, on several. Uh, levels it's like well you you don't want to allow 
a man to become a woman and vice versa, but you will allow a company to be yep. treated like a person. A corporation can turn into a fucking person. To a person, but yeah, that's, that's like, okay, first of all, all right, that doesn't make any sense. But for the longest time, a, a, a lot of these companies, they were ran by a lot of mainly conservative people. So they pushed a lot of conservative values on people. You look, look at Chick-fil-A. You know, I'm pretty sure back in the day, Sears and all these big companies that had all these uh, advertising deals with radio stations and, and, and news corporations. Look what happened with the uh, back in 2002, Bill O'Reilly and Ludacris. Are you aware of this? This story? Oh, yeah. So for everyone who if you don't know, back in 2002, uh, Ludacris, the rapper, was a spokesperson for uh, Pepsi for a very short time. Bill O'Reilly, we all know, is a conservative dude. He was on Fox News. He got on the show and he just started trashing Pepsi and Ludacris saying, how dare they? He degrades women. Listen to his lyrics. He calls women bitches. Pepsi is a, is a family company. I won't be I won't partake of in any more Pepsi products. And they were going to boycott and all this type of shit unless they let him go. And they let him go. They Bill O'Reilly, a right wing dude who's all about free speech and the free market and all this stuff. He didn't like the fact that Ludacris was a spokesperson for this company and got this man fired. Which is bullshit. Got him fired because he didn't like his music. Got him fired for words that he used. Got fired yeah. for the same reason that the right. left is trying to get people fired like now. It's un unreal, man. The hypocrisy yep. and how everything switched 180, it's unfucking real yeah. So I think what happened. So I my thing is, I feel like a lot of these companies now, all these big tech companies, they're ran by a bunch of liberals. And the situation is no different. So if you got Sears and you got all these like, um, I don't know, like Meineke and I'm just trying to think of big corporations, man. Uh, <laughs> JC, Penny, yeah. all these companies like back in the day, conservative, more, more conservative values, I'm, 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 I'm guessing. So they kind of dictated who said what on their on yep. the stations that they gave money to. Hey man, we don't want to hear about gay rights and all this kind of stuff. We give your company a hundred million dollars a year. We don't want to hear that. So guess what? That company would stop saying anything about gay rights and all that kind of stuff. But yep. the tables have turned. And now a lot of people are pro gay, pro pro yeah. trans. That's where the money pro Black is. Lives Matter. Yeah. It's all about the money. And the thing is you've had your time in the sun. I, I agree. Do you, you've made all your money for decades from these companies that push conservative values. You got people fired. People weren't allowed on your show. Certain shows weren't allowed. Things got, you know, shows got canceled. Yeah. They can't, hey, man, we can't have this part of the episode showing because it goes against uh, something that one of our advertisers. But no one cares, cares about it when it's a conservative complaining about, hey, we give you guys money. We don't like that. We don't want to see it. And if you want to do that, we're going to pull your money. We're yep. going to pull our money. Now the people on the left are doing it and the people on the right have lost their fucking mind. Yep. Now, all of a sudden, it's a it's all about being a, it's about I'm being oppressed. You know, why? Why are people caving into these companies? It's exactly what you've been doing it's the last the 40, 50 it. years. It's like, do I agree that people should be caving to companies? No, not for either side, because the fucking yeah. we shouldn't be caving to people that just view us as consumers like that's the that's the basic thing is like none of those corporations looks at any of their consumers as human beings 
Like right. it's not. We're just fucking dollar signs to those people, and right. we shouldn't be fucking listening to them. But if we're playing by the rules that were fair then and fair now, it's just like the tables have turned. And that's like, it. And it's like so we can either fix this the fucking systemic problem to where these fucking corporations have so much power and get back to where it's like, hey, maybe we should just not be dicks to each other and listen to each other and give each other a fucking Given it, it comes back to me, man. The giving people a chance to grow, dude. Between that and prison reform, it's like you you got to be able to fuck up in this world and make amends and do better, man. Not be judging people for some shit they did in their past. But until we fix the problem, it just is what it is, dude. Yeah, the the pendulum always swings back, and I, I always look at this at this too. With this psycho, like with this scientific mind uh, mindset of like, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Yeah, and I think that's what happens. Like, I say back in the day, we you would have black people lynched for their smallest infractions. Sometimes n- n- they've done nothing wrong. Yeah, you just happen to look at a white woman and you're dead. Like literally being oh. dragged behind a car, hanged, yep. shot, burned to death, all of that shit. And the pendulum has swung. And now if you say nigga one time, you are done. Yeah. It, it's that that's that's the thing, man. It's just like, you know what? You reap what you sow. And I, yeah. I don't think it's it's not cool. But I always say, hey, man, I to be honest, man, I don't feel bad for a lot of the shit that happens to people because it's like if you would have fixed this a long time ago, it if you're if you're now. you, it wouldn't be a problem. But guess yeah. what? Your granddaddy and them, hey, I ain't do nothing. I ain't apologize. I ain't talking shit. I ain't doing this. Guess what? You're going to pass that shit down yeah. to the next generation, and it gets worse and worse, and people go, I don't want to see my son being ridiculed for being white. This isn't right. It's just like, if again, if your granddaddy and them would have been, hey, you know what? What we're doing isn't right. This shit wouldn't be happening. It's it's all... it's. The sins of the father so shall visit the children. Yep. I'm a big believer in that shit. I'm a big believer in karma. It sucks, but it ain't going to stop until people go, you know what? You're right. What we did, what happened in this, not even what we did, what happened in this country was fucked up. And yes, there's a lot of systemic problems in this country right. that we need it's to fix, dumb. man. That's it. I and agree. until, dude, that's what I try to tell a lot of my conservative friends. Yo, until you decide to address it, it's not going to go away. No, it's, it's not. not. It's, it's not not anymore. Growing. It's going to keep growing and it's going to keep getting worse, man. It's, yeah, like, it's going to get worse and worse until something really, really bad happens. Yeah. And like, dude, I grew up in a rural area. I grew up conservative. I grew up listening to hip hop. I grew up doing and saying shit. I probably definitely should not have done and said. But it's like, dude, you when you get older and you actually see what the fuck's going on, you can't be blind to it. You have to be like, we have to change some of this shit because if we don't fucking change it, we're all screwed. Like we're all like yeah. we're all fucked because we're all if the system isn't right, everybody's getting taken advantage of. In, in different ways. Like, I think that the system is way worse to people of color and shit like that. Absolutely. But I think that there are a lot of, like, for lack of a better term, victims of the system who, like, white people that are just cogs and just fucking ignorant and don't understand. Like, hey, you're being force-fed a shitload of lies about oh, how yeah. this shit is. Oh, yeah. I do. So wake yep. up. And then when you look at that group of white people that are also victims of the shit, those are the people that... uh I would say the conservative. I don't. I don't really like the term elite because it, it just sounds dumb. 
Yeah. I don't like elitist. It's just, are you really elite? I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But I, for lack of a better term, the white elitists are people who are doing well that are white. What they do to poor white people, <clears throat> they hype them up. They call them, oh, you're the real patriots. You know, they get yep. them hyped up. If you ever notice, man, whenever GOP got, whenever the GOP campaigns, they never ever tell their poor white constituents that they need to work harder and pull themselves nope. up by their bootstraps. But they they always tell them. Up. We're going to bring back your coal job. We're going to reopen the mine. We're going to reopen this. It's just like, dude, move the fuck on. Why yeah, do you want to work in a mine? Working in a mine fucking sucks. That's <laughs> a, a shitty example. job to have. But it's, it's, it's true. Like, dude, I was one of the, I mean, like, I'll freely admit, done it a bunch of times, definitely one of the victims of that where you grow up in an all-white community and you're just told this force that we're like, oh, there's no such thing as racism anymore. You can make all the racist jokes and shit like that and, and whatever. And then, like, you got the few black people you know signing and being like, yeah, it's cool that you do that. That's fine. And then you get older and you're just like, fuck, they were co-signing because they did not feel comfortable to not co-sign. Like, it's literally, right. you know what I mean? Like, where it's right. like, it's like, yeah. And so we're all victims. We need to fucking fix it. Some people are bigger victims than other, but it's just like insane. Yeah, people fall fall for that shit. And and the white people that who are in that in the same in that same socioeconomic predicament, they get told that hey, these these people of color, these these immigrants coming in, the reason why that you live in this shitty trailer park is because of them. It's yeah. because black people are on welfare. These Puerto yeah. Ricans are on welfare. These Mexicans are stealing your job. That's why your life sucks. That's why you're, you're over. You're over here. You're a landscaper, or you work for the Department of Transportation, or you work this shitty ass. Uh, yeah. Dead end job in a at a construction, you know, uh, as a um, a day laborer or some shit like that. You bust your ass every day, and you you see you see a black person with a nicer car than you, and you go, they didn't earn it. They didn't. That's that should be my car. Those are my groceries. That's my. You know, it's just like, dude, that's your life crazy. sucks because <laughs> you're poor. Yeah. You're you're, you're undereducated, or not you're not educated at all. And you're not poor because of these other poor people. Yeah. Like, that's not who's making you poor. It's rich people making you poor. Like, yeah. that's what it is. They're basically being like, hey, like, sorry you guys don't have any money, but I can't hire you because these other poor people are willing to take less money than you. Dude, so that's rough. Yep. You should be mad at them for being willing to take less money, which is just like, I mean, I used to be someone that believed that. And then I went to college and I'm like 20 something years old and I'm like. The fuck? Why are we not mad at the people for just not paying more money? Like, why are yeah. we not like fuck? Fuck out! Dude, of here. I, I see it around here. All these you see all these white dudes that own these landscaping businesses around here, or they they own these contracting companies over here, these roofing companies. And yeah. when you when you when you drive by the job, what do you who do you see working those job sites? Okay. Mainly brown people. Yeah. Who do you see on on you know doing a a, a, a heavy portion of the landscaping work mainly brown people yep and these these are the same uh maga people they own these companies but they they're all about capitalism they're all about making money for themselves and they're the ones not hiring other white people yep. why because like you said they know they can charge these people less money they and in some cases they know they can pay these people almost absolutely nothing, nothing because they're here illegally and they hey man if you don't want to take this you know, $6 an hour to do this roof Someone job, roofing job. Guess what? We're going to make some phone calls and you're going back to where you came from. Yep. And these people, these Ooh. like, yeah, these people, they work these jobs. They, they keep it quiet. 
because they don't want to get in trouble. They don't want to be sent back home. Or, or, or if, if if they're not illegal, they don't want to be treated as such. You know, if even if they came here legally, they might not speak uh, English fluently. Yeah, true. You oh, know, yeah. but they're the ones not hiring white people. Yeah. But yet they're mad at everybody else. It's it, it, it's so funny, man. It's just like, yo, holla at your boys. It's 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 all these people on the right that hire these guys. Yeah. They do. They do it in the restaurant business. They do it in 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 uh, the daily. I don't know if, if the construction business. Yeah, yeah, it's cheap labor. Farming communities do it. My man, my buddy said back in the day in Idaho, like they would let all these um, uh, Mexicans and uh, Central and South Americans into boy all over the state when it was time to harvest. You know. Yeah. When it was time to harvest, the, you know, let them all we in. Let them and then as soon, dude, as soon as it was over, they said INS, all the, they would all show up and just start, people would just start disappearing, going Un home. Unbelievable. But they, every year, they let them in every year to, to do the work. And as soon as it's done, they want to call INS. Yep. Get the fuck out of here. Thank oh, you. Damn. You made we us came. a shit ton of money. Whew. We came in hot. Well, we did. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Host Battle. I'm Chris Allen. I'm here with my co-host. Winston Hodges. Yeah, Man. I feel good. I love, I love talking about, dude, this is nice to just... That's we came in very hot. That's the stuff <laughs> that'll just sit on my chest, man. It'll just sit on my chest. and Because it's like, I got the weird fears of like, oh, man, I know I made mistakes as a kid that are going to come back and haunt me. So I'm yeah, like, yeah, we all do. Yeah. and scared of that. But at the same time, I'm like mad. I'm mad at the system for making me think that shit was okay when I was younger. Like that pisses, like it pisses me off, dude, to think that like everybody's co-signing. You don't know something's wrong, and the moment you find out it's actually wrong, I'm like, yeah, I feel horrible just living with guilt, but just trying to move move past it. But man, we came in hot yeah. this week, baby. That was a hot twenty minutes. Yeah, all I man, all I can say is it's like the white guilt thing. It's just like don't. I try to tell people don't feel so much guilt, man, because if it's too heavy, it feels phony. But yeah. just just acknowledging, going, you know, things are fucked up, man. And uh -huh. all we're really asking people to do is like whenever you're around your white friends or family and they start saying ignorant shit to go, hey, man, that's not really cool. And that's the act. Or like, hey, actually, that's not even true. It's like, yeah, one, you're, cool. you're you're wrong yep. on that. That's not true at all. So you, you should probably not say that. Yeah, that's the burden that yeah. um, white, yep. white folks should be doing right now. And that's, to me, yeah. it's like, and dude, but ever since I've started doing that, like being someone that's like, hey, I'm joking with my friends, but like you're saying stuff and it's like, that's how you actually feel. And you're saying some fucking sly shit like it's ever since I've been at the point where I'm like, I'm going to be the person that like says something about it or tries to talk about it. Dude, it has really helped a lot with the guilt because I feel like, OK, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, this is what my job is like right now. This is the fucking payback <laughs> that I need to do. This is my prison sentence. It's yeah, man, it's it's a weird relatives. It's a weird time, man. It's a it's a it's a weird time, and you know the racism is never gonna go away, man. But all we can try to do is just uh, educate people, and just like you said, just try to be better with each other, man, and move yeah. forward. You know, and there are there's a time and a place for jokes when you build relationships and you have yeah. respect for people. You can make those jokes. You know, agreed. You can't. Yeah. No one's saying you, you you can't joke around about about the race racial things or you know or about race no that shit's funny a lot of the stereotypes come from places of uh you know come from truth you know we, we can laugh at our differences we can laugh at you know uh Great. things that we do uh that are specific to our race you know that uh that we find funny about each other i mean i think that's what makes us 
uh, a great country, man. It's just just having these differences, and also what made what's funny too is like when you have like say you got the your white country uncle and he does this thing, and then you find out like oh shit, black uncles do that shit, Mexican yeah. uncles do that. This is like it's funny to see. It's just yeah, like oh, awesome. we're basically yeah. all the same, man. I just agree. slight differences. Just slight differences, man. Oh man, my show got canceled tonight. It's supposed to rain up there. It's raining. It was, it was storming already. So, I'm, so it's moving into DC. I was supposed to do thirty at the drop. It was like Capital Laughs and Crybaby and Ross Benoit put that together. Uh-huh. I was supposed to prep for the album and do thirty. So now that's not happening. So it's one less long set before <laughs> the album. You'll you'll be you'll be okay. Oh, I know. I was just. Got- I was just excited. I was like, "Hell yeah!" Thirty in DC. I had like a new outfit on. I was ready. <laughs> I got everything matching. I got my shoes, my shirt, my Fitbit band. I had everything <laughs> matching. Yeah, everything matching. I got, I'm like, trying to make sure it's not going to rain here because I'm supposed to be doing this mic uh, at eight thirty tonight. So, All right. looks like we're in the clear. Old, I got these old, uh, like. Uh, Reebok pump sneakers that I bought, like an old pair, like because that, that's what I did for for a minute. Is I would just like, um, you can. That's like the crazy thing about the pumps. You can get on eBay and get some old dope Reebok pump sneakers for ridiculously cheap. Really, if, if you're okay with the pumps not working, like it's kind of insane how different the price is. Like they fit me fine without pumping, but I got these for like twelve bucks, and it's like the the mint. The mint green with the purple, um, for twelve dollars because the pump doesn't work. Yeah, twelve, dude. With the with the pump, they're like two hundred eighty. Wow, <laughs> it's dude, it's crazy the 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 shoe economy these days, man. Yeah, dude, it's all over the place. Like, um, I really wasn't a, like our buddy TJ. You know, got me back into shoes because I've always liked Jordans, but I never really warm. But yeah. TJ really got me into uh, like buying shoes and shit, man. And um, I've never owned a pair of Jordans. Really? Because oh, I'm when I was younger, I just wasn't into sneakers at all. And then by the time I got into it, I saw Jordans and was like, if I start buying these, I'm gonna be broke. Like I'm oh, gonna, really? like, yeah, I could recognize that. And the Reeboks, they're just like I, they're comfortable. They fit me. They're mm-hmm. de- definitely cheaper than the Nikes, and it's just like. I've always been someone that's like, you know what? I'll be into the brand that's not popular. I'll be the guy that's trying to make Reebok cool. That's what <laughs> Little Baby has a Reebok. He had a Reebok deal. So, I mean, I don't think Reebok is out totally. Uh, hopefully it comes back. I know they want to rebrand and stuff. He said TJ got you back into. Yeah, I, I, I got a new phone, so I can't get into my GOAT. I, I, I forget. That's one thing I hate about a new phone is like um, when you don't have every single app set up. Yeah. But, you know, because the there's so many. The one I know, and you go, I don't remember the password in the for this. You know, I don't remember. Reebok has a lot of cool, like, pride shoes, which is really frustrating because I just kind of like rainbows. They have a lot of what? Cool pride shoes, like shoes for pride. Oh, like really? The, like the gay shoes. They, they The last <laughs> couple of years they've done it. But it just like, I look at them and I'm just like, man, these, these rainbows are pretty cool. Yeah, shop the Pride 2021 collection. What do we got? Yeah, dude, the Club C Revenge Pride. Do they have pump Pride shoes? And they're pretty. They're like all white with the rainbow outline. Oh, but really? 
but it's like I know if I got them, people would be like, "Oh, those are the gay shoes," and I don't, and I don't mind that as long as it's it's less like, "Oh, I I don't want people to think I'm gay," and more like, "I'm not a part of that community, and I don't know if it's fucked up to wear pride clothing." Yeah, well, yeah, you, not that you don't want people to think that you're gay, you just don't want people to think that you're gay, right? Yeah, I don't want. Yeah, it's literally like I'm like, "Hey, I'm not a part of this community." I'm not trying to like I don't know is it stolen valor when you yeah I get it it's just like I'm not gay but I have the gay shoes is, uh, is that yeah, cool uh, for gay people it's stolen valor yeah <laughs> <laughs> stolen valor yeah but it's yeah. The, the Insta Pump Fury fucking Pride one is a it's a red shoe it's literally all white with just one like an it's a one line and the line changes color all the way around it. So oh, okay, that sounds pretty dope. Yeah, it's pretty. I don't think people would care, man. Especially like, can you look at it? Is the money going towards uh, LGBT, LGBTQI plus stuff? I'm, uh, I'm trying to see. Nowhere does it say pride, but in, uh, inside this, the heel on the shoe, it's got a giant rainbow flag. Jesus fucking Christ! If they're donating money, I don't. I don't think they. I don't think gay people would care, man. Yeah, I guess but that's I, true. But I know what you mean, because like I had a buddy, he was just like, hey, man, I'm white. He's like, but I want to get this MLK um, quote tattooed on me. He's like, is that cool? I was like, it's your body, man. Oh, dude, that that is a whoo. Oh, but I mean, what could somebody say? Like, man, if say he took his shirt off and he had I have a dream, blah, 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 uh, uh, Martin Luther King, you think a black person would be like, hey, man, you can't have that. If I saw that, I would go, this motherfucker's real. He has MLK words tattooed on his arm. He's serious that's, about this. That's awesome. So, I mean, yeah. I can't I can't tell this dude, like, hey, man. Like, I mean, I, I just don't see anyone having a real issue with it. But then again, people are nuts. So, I, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I, let me take, let me walk that back. I'm pretty sure there would be some person who would have an issue with you wearing gay pride shoes. Yeah, I know there would. And I'm pretty sure there's uh, you could find one person who is upset that a white person has uh MLK quoted tattooed as an MLK MLK quote tattooed tattooed on their arm. Jesus Christ, I could not get that out. Wow. <laughs> Woo! Dude, dude, rainbows are cool though. Like that's yeah. the thing, is they really are like design wise. All those colors are pretty. They rare. really did. Just like, yeah, we taking this rainbow. We was just like, yeah. all right. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Pump Omni 2. Dude, these are. Dude, I'm about to spend a shitload of money. Don't do it, man. Oh, dude, they they brought back. Um, They're not doing the. They're, they brought back the old style pump where the pump looks like a basketball. They brought. Oh, brother the pump the original pump do they have what? like the that's white wild orange and black it is a oh my god can i share <laughs> am i allowed to share can screen you? uh share screen all right i'll just do it i guess let's take screen. a look let's try to do window Oh yeah, I remember when Reebok was like huge, man. I want to say like in the early '90s when when they signed. I think signing Shaq really really helped them out a lot, man. Oh, is it, those is it working? Oh, those yeah, it's up there. Oh, those are dope. Yeah, like those are, but they but they've brought it because they because the new ones don't look like. Oh, that those are the original all. with the hexalite joints. Yeah, yeah, dude, the hexalite. Ooh, because that's what I've got on is I've got the hexalite ones. 
I like that. And then, um, and the, yeah, so I'm probably going to buy a few pairs of those. And because I, I also just like finally sold my AMC stock. So I'm out of it. I'm out of the stock game right now. So I got a little extra <laughs> cash. I like that. I saw my AMC stock. I'm out, dude. I was holding <laughs> on. Made. Oh, uh, so you bought some when it was like going crazy. So I was like, at one point I was up 15 grand. So, and then everything went down and like, I got out of everything and bought back in a little bit. So I, so when I was up 15, it dropped to where I made like 300 and lose any money. So I've been holding on for the last few months and I, I made about uh, two grand today when I sold it like profit. So I'm going to buy like four pairs of Ewing's. Damn. And I love Ewing's too, man. Ooh, Ewing's and Reeboks is only two. Like I got a couple pair of Nikes, but they're all gifts. Every pair of Nikes I have, they're both gifts. One was for branding Beswick's wedding. The other one, Jose Sanchez bought me a pair of Nikes as a Christmas gift, which was really nice. But it's like, dude, I love the way Ewing's fit, and I like the way uh, the Reeboks fit. So I'm gonna. Get wow, I never had a pair of Ewing's. I, I remember yeah, those awesome. were big in middle school, man. Dude, Ewing's fucking rule dude <laughs> i remember i was uh i went to um i was in middle school and i was hanging with my, my this kid uh daniel yeah we we're standing outside we were looking for our other buddy and uh he goes oh there he is right there he's like i can see his e-wings i was just like what he's Ooh. like you, look you can see his e-wings i was like man those are ewings he was like oh my bad dude it's white white dude um, i can see yeah. his e-wings he, he called his ewings e-wings <laughs> what brand is our ewings they're just Ewing Athletics. They're just owned by Patrick Ewing. Damn. Yeah. I didn't pretty... know that. I had no idea. That's pretty um, cool. Other than, like, were there any other uh, pro athlete shoes that you liked? Like, I do the Barry up, Sanders I... or like the Dion? No. The... Like, growing up, it was like, he didn't like I the Dion Sanders. Really in... I wasn't into shoes. Oh, you know up. what? Dude, you are way younger than I am. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm thirty, and have I you, and I didn't get into shoes until like five years ago. Have you ever seen the the um 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 Deion Sanders that has a, like the big Deion Sanders? Shoes? Yeah, look up uh, a Deion Sanders original shoe. It's got like this big Nike patch, Velcro patch over the top. Oh, those are sick. Yeah, share those. Let me see the Nike Air Diamond Turf. Yeah, the I was gonna say the diamonds. Yeah, like, these are like ninety six is the one. Let's see if this is it. The Air DT They're... Max ninety six. And let me go ahead and share. Go ahead and share it, dude. I remember. Oh, it's not popping up yet. Hold on. That's okay. Ah, that uh, nope. Those aren't the. Those are the originals. Well, I liked in originals, and this was the oldest pair they had, the Air DT Max. Oh, no, uh, man, let me see. I'll look them up. They look pretty awesome. Oh, those those aren't as dope as the other ones, uh, Nike. But yeah, oh, man, I, got, I got into shoes recently, like the past four or five years, and just they're fun. They really tie an outfit together. They and, do, man. I get mad when people step on them, so I get it. <laughs> Share, share screen, and I'm going to share this window. That was always such a funny stereotype. Like, why do bike people get so mad when someone steps on their shoes? And then, like, as I got older, I'm like, yeah, they're stepping on your fucking shoes. Like, can you see? Uh, did that pop up for you? Or, I can. Uh, no, I so I can see like 
There's like five shoes. Like I'm seeing your Google oh, okay. search. Is the is the one that I'm seeing. I think you might have to pick a different window. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got the wrong window up. Um but that stereotype always made me laugh because growing up I would just be like, Yeah, black people love their shoes and like there's like whole things like if you step on them, they want to fight you. And then now that I'm thirty and I paid money for my own shoes and I know how expensive shoes are, I'm like, please don't fucking step on my shoes or we are going to have a problem. Oh, those are dope. Yeah, the, dude, when those came out, it those show those shoes were I mean, they look so futuristic. Yeah. Like that little gold mesh on the side. And that was the first time we saw a, a Nike emblem that big on the shoe. Well, it's so funny because it's patch like, like that. What year is that? Um, would you, would you say? Um, 90s? It's, yeah, definitely 90s. Dude, because it, it does look like you told someone in the 90s, I want you to draw what you think a shoe in 2021 will look like. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, what what year was that? Um, yeah, I need, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy some fucking shoes. I'm, I haven't bought a pair of shoes in a in a minute. I'm absolutely going to. What up? Were you ever into hats? Were, I were got into like, hats a, a little bit. Um, I was way more into hats than I was shoes. I have like, I have like forty five pairs of fitted caps that I used to wear in high school. Oh really? I had one. I had a Chicago Bear, uh, Chicago Bear, Chicago Cubs hat. Oh man, dude, mine's all like. I think I have like 30 plus like St. Louis Cardinals fitted caps and then like another 10 where I would just like spend my disposable income on like I think that logo is cool or like, oh, that's like uh, like old logos from teams that don't exist anymore, like baseball mm -hmm. caps. And I was like this whew, never kept the sticker on them, though. That's one I never understood. If you could explain that in the culture to me, I, would, <laughs> I, I have would no idea, man. It was just shit that just being different. Yeah. The uh, those Deion Sanders that I showed you, those those came out in uh, 93, 94. Oh, yeah, I was before I was three, four years old. Yeah, I was thirteen. So <laughs> that was that was the coolest shit ever, man. Because my my boy Anthony, he my boy Anthony always had everything. And then Ken Griffey Jr. came out with some. Yeah. Have you ever seen his the, his Air Max? Yeah, his Air Max are cool. I've seen those. Yeah. The, yeah, the Dion's were dope. The uh, King Griffey Jr.'s were dope. Yeah. What a fun... The, our, our show doesn't make any sense because it'll be like very intense political discussion for 20 minutes. About, and now <laughs> we've been talking about shoes for fucking 20 minutes. I know. Talking about like, sneakers and shit, man. Yeah, look them up if you're listening at home. Look up yeah. the sneakers that we're, that we're looking at that you can't see. Um, yeah, dude. I used to, I, but I never had any of that shit. And I will say I didn't have hats... Uh, like that because the clubs and stuff that I went to, I just I wasn't a you couldn't we could never wear hats, so I never bought a bunch of them. So were they like the clubs that had the rules to keep black people out? Like the clubs I mean, they were black clubs, but they they were it was still like uh, no jerseys, no hats, no baggy. That this funny. that's like such a funny thing though for like white like because the restaurants and the clubs where it's like it's definitely white people trying to get away with saying black people aren't allowed in here. Oh yeah. Dude, it's very dude. I think it's very funny that they think that they're fooling anybody when it's literally like, like it's just like, sorry, no. Uh, no it's sleep. a laundry list. Yeah, dude, it's a laundry list of like what they think a scary black person would wear. Yeah, it's it, it, they go, it, they go. Yeah, it's it's whatever they thought was cool back in the days. Like no no white t shirts, no baggy <laughs> jeans, no yeah. bandanas, no Timberlands, no Jordans. No, then it was like whatever it becomes in style, 
They go, no jerseys, you know, no, um, just whatever they can, yeah, no hats, just whatever. Your shoes have to have laces in them. You can't have, you, you can't, you have to wear, a, a, um, um, dress shoes. I mean, just all type of stuff. Like we used to go to clubs where, like, you weren't allowed to even wear jeans. You had to wear khakis. Damn, dude. Ooh, discrimination yep. in dress codes. It's uh, it's it's pretty wild. Cause I posted that the other day. I was just, it, it was one of those places too where it was a laundry list of, hey, you can't wear this. But then I, I also shared a, a a sign of like, hey, you have to wear a mask to come in here. And I'm like, see this 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 sign on the left. People will go that will see that and go, hey, either it's their business, either you comply with these rules or you just don't go in. Dude, but those is, those same scary. people will see that mask sign though and go, this is oppression. This is aimed at me. This isn't fair. But when it comes to you know uh, targeting black people and how we dress, especially young black youths, you go, hey. Either change how you dress or you don't go in. It's just like, well, you need to do the same thing. Either wear a fucking mask or go somewhere else. Ooh, that's a great point. Dude, this this list is very funny. I'm looking at one of the ones that's on a restaurant. Um, baseball hats must be worn forward. Uh, pants must be worn at the waist. Um, no athletic attire. Yeah, athletic. We, yeah. So no sweats or gym clothes, it says in parentheses. This one's funny. No jerseys allowed except on your team's home games. So if your team is playing a home game, you can wear <laughs> the jersey. But if it's not a game day, you can't wear the jersey. Um, no brimless headwear. Um, so that's a do-rag. <laughs> yeah, no do-rag. Yep. <laughs> Dude, brimless headwear is literally white people not knowing the term for do-rag. That is them yeah, not... So a Muslim uh, woman can't wear her... Um... It says not including religious garments. So that makes me think that they got in trouble. No work, construction, or hunting boots. So that kind of hits white people, but it's definitely it's aimed at Timberlands. Um, and no backpacks or book bags after 7 p.m. It you know what? Aimed. This this lady tried to backpack shit with me in New York City. I also like I, I told her I was like, fuck you. I'm wearing my backpack. I was like, why should I leave my backpack in the front of the store? I yeah. was like, why? I was like, what about her? He, he's, she goes, oh, that's a purse. I was like, well, this is my purse. I was like, I'm it's not stealing store. anything from your store. I was like, I'm yeah. not, I was like, I'm not leaving my backpack here. I was like, it's not happening. It's fucking insane to me. But you're right about the mask stuff. I think the mask, like, I mean, we're both in Virginia and like with the CDC changing the mask mandate and like, um, mm -hmm. and like with Virginia, like, I mean, I went to Wawa the other day and the sheets. And it's just like they have the thing that's like, hey, it's up to you. If you're vaccinated, don't wear your, you know, you don't have to wear your mask. I'm fully vaccinated. I am absolutely still wearing my mask in those places because I'm looking around and I'm like, there is no way 100% of the people in here are vaccinated. Like they're lying. Like why did we think that the type of people that are refusing to wear a mask um, that would like get into physical altercations because during the pandemic they didn't want to wear one. What makes you think they're gonna fucking now follow the like like an honor code? Like right. what is like we're doing this on the honor system now? It's yeah. unbelievable. All these people are lying. You know what's funny about the, I thought about this because I, I haven't got a chance to watch the whole movie yet, but the Army of the Dead. I've been trying to watch it, but like I heard it's cool, but I hear the end is weird. But I haven't. But. I'll, so I don't want to spoil what I know, 
Oh, I don't care. Spoiler I've alert. Yeah, spoiler I've, alert. We're going to talk about it. Yeah, I've then... only seen the first 10 minutes. So so basically, like, the shit happens <laughs> in Vegas, right? And then everybody in the area is kind of quarantined, right? Yeah. Like uh, Batista's characters and everything. They're all quarantined and they can't leave. I was... And like the people are kind of stuck there and people are going, they haven't turned yet. Why they've been tested, you know, they're fine. Why can't they come back out into society? And I was thinking, I was like, if 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 COVID, what if COVID was um what if COVID was isolated to a certain state, a Ooh. certain area, right? All these people that say it's phony, that say it's fake, would they be would they be okay with people who lived in that area coming out and being around other people or would they freak out? They would freak out. See, it, that's what's so funny to me. I'm like, if, yeah, I was like, if this was contained to a certain area and they go, hey, these people have been tested several times. There's no sign. <laughs> They've done blood work. They're fine. Those same people who are anti-COVID, like they think it's funny, they would go, I don't want to be around these people. I don't trust them. Dude, All you, this, think, you, know, you think we don't want to give fucking people asylum from other countries right now fucking imagine if there's some fucking refugees that like were coming from a country that has been ravaged by war and a disease that's only located there do you think that americans are gonna no. be like yeah bring them in they're gonna be like fuck no bomb that country yeah, if like, they're like is, hey, they all yep, they came from a country where COVID was rampant can they come uh we we, we can't have it here I, I thought it wasn't real yeah it's just so funny, man. It's bullshit. It's insane. Yeah, the mass stuff is just like, I just think it's just so. I'm gonna listen to the CDC, whatever. Do I like if you're fully vaccinated? I'm. I've listened to them at the beginning. I'm gonna listen to them now. I've listened to them the whole way. If they're saying you don't need to wear masks when you're vaccinated, absolutely not wear your mask unless you want to. But I'm yeah. saying the fact that they're not making you show a vaccine card or like doing something because it's just like, dude. The fucking only sixty percent of people have gotten at least one shot. Yeah, they, I think we. I, I saw some. So I saw something today that said um, most. I want to say that either most states or the United States were at fifty percent for most uh, for adults. Yeah, were fifty percent fully vaccinated. And dude, when I went to Sheets and Wawa, it was absolutely packed. And I'm saying like eighty five percent of people didn't have a mask on. Well that's how it is at Sheets anyway. It's like that at the Walmart out here too. You go to Walmart and I would say I would say forty percent of the people in there don't wear masks. Unreal. Um, but when you go to when you but when you go to Food Lion, it's probably eighty percent of people wearing masks. Um, but yeah, if you go into any like um like an auto store or auto parts store, yeah. you go into a, a sheets or a sheets, I would say it's probably about eighty percent of people not wearing one unreal man it's also crazy to think about like how scared we were i, I was pretty scared at the beginning of the pandemic i mean yeah that's we, we all had an, uh, a hollywood idea of what a pandemic was and like, it, it, it just was like going to the grocery store with two masks on and gloves and like cleaning the outside of my food when i brought it home and like really trying to keep six to 12 feet of distance and just like dude and like now it's just like you can just go to a grocery store with a mask on <laughs> Or yeah, we, we got yeah, we got uh, we got used to it pretty quickly. But yeah, dude, when this shit first started, man, it was it was very weird. Like I remember when when uh, when when it started to get real, and um, going to the store was just weird, man, because it was it was oddly quiet. It would be a bunch of people in there, but people not were talking. very quiet, not talking. 
you know, people were trying to act like they weren't nervous. Yeah. They were trying to act like they weren't hoarding things. You know what I mean? Just trying to act like they didn't care. And you're looking around like, who has it? Yeah. Because in your mind, you're like, somebody has it in here. And you're just like, Ugh. yeah. I remember they were like, Rudy Gobert has COVID. We're like, oh, shit. Tom Hanks has COVID. It's like, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. It's it's crazy, man. It was weird, man, because like, yeah, a lot of celebrities and shit were getting it first. And then for the longest time, they would never say what the symptoms were. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't even know what to expect or what to look out for. But uh, yeah, man, I wouldn't let my, I uh, that sounds bad to say. But yeah, I wouldn't let my wife and them. She would not. I wouldn't let them go anywhere. Yep. Grocery store. Oh, dude, I was I was getting up early and I would sit in Walmart's dude. parking lot and wait for them to open up. And it was funny, man, because they used to say, like, hey, keep distance, do this, do that. And I would get to Walmart and there would just be people crowded around the, the front entrance. And I'm like, yeah. this is exactly what they said not to do is to, yeah. to bunch up in these big groups. And that's exactly what people were doing. We were doing like um, I, I wouldn't let my mom go to the grocery store. I wouldn't let my mom leave. Like if we needed something, I would go out and get it because I just trusted myself to just be more cognizant and aware. And we did like Wegmans ordering online to get the yeah. groceries and stuff and then like if we couldn't get the order online i would go in person and i would try to go fucking as early as i could humanly get there and just sit and wait and just be like all right it's early we're gonna go in we're gonna get it like try to do self-checkout as much as possible so that i could be away from like other other people and just stay dude for the first two months i was just in my house just like like really like outside of going to the grocery store or going to ordering food to go and stuff like that. It was just like, dude, dude, do you remember like the first month and a half when like you couldn't no restaurants were open like they yeah. weren't even doing to go. It was like, what the fuck, dude? Like you could you just had to know how to cook. <laughs> dude, yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, dude, it was it was scary, man. It, it's just I didn't we didn't know what to expect. And didn't I know what to expect, it. man. And I look back at it now, and I miss that time fondly. That that era of the pandemic. If I knew what I knew now, I would have been back, and I would have been treating that shit like the vacation that it was. Yeah, I did definitely waste some time, man. Because we just, I don't think we foresaw that it happening, it happening for this long. Yeah, I, I, I really just feel like if people just would have stayed inside for three weeks, we would have been fine. <laughs> Like even just talking about it now, it doesn't even seem real. Like, damn, that did happen, didn't it? So nuts. it's it's already starting to fade. Yeah, to it be just honest, felt nuts. And like, I remember like looking back on it, and like I was furloughed for a month, and I just stayed inside and played video games a little bit. But I was on edge. I couldn't enjoy it. I was like, I don't know if we're gonna go back to work. I don't know if comedy's ever coming back. I think if I had known that everything was gonna come back the way that it did. Like with this time frame, I would have been like, cool, I'm going to drive all over the country. Like I'm going to like I've got all this time. I'm on unemployment. I've got a month. I'm just going to drive and just literally see the sights from my car. Like I think I would have just tried to go on the road and 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 like go on a big trip where I know there's not going to be a ton of people, even if stuff's not open, just driving by it. Because now I look back on it and I'm just like, man, I had like three months where I could have literally done anything and I did not. Yeah. That's very true. Like I, I, I wanted to go see my parents, but they were like, "Oh, there's people at the border. They're they're making sure that you know you stay there for two weeks." And it was just a, it was a mess, man. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, you obviously know that, dude. Did, remember when Tiger King was like the thing everybody was watching? 
Oh, dude, yeah. That seems like forever ago. And I remember like me and me and TJ, we were we were so excited about that about that Bulls documentary that came out. And like, dude, I was so into it. I would wear a different pair of Jordans for each episode. Me and TJ would share pictures with each other. I would post a picture of the different Jordans I would wear for the different episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I um yeah, man. It, it was um you're right, man. Looking back, it's like, damn, if I knew what I knew, if I knew what I know now, I could have actually been more productive and just relaxed some. But like getting that phone call from the school saying like, hey, y'all need to come pick your kids up. Like yep. that's to me, like that's when they got real, when they're like, yo, they're shutting schools down. And um, I, I think it was a Thursday and they go, well, th- you know, we're going to we're going to sanitize and we should be back Monday. And then it was like, hey, we're going to take the rest of the week. And then do remember when yep. they shut down when do when they said no NCAA tournament? Oh, dude. That's when, when it was March. I was t- I was when, like, because my mind, I was like, OK, I'll they'll find a way to do it. And I'll at least be able to watch college basketball. Like, I'll at least be able to watch March Madness. And then yeah, let that down. Dude, when, that's when I was like, this is I was like, this is real because you're talking about millions of dollars being lost. And I don't care how big of a conspiracy theorist you. There's no corporation out there that is willing to lose hundreds of millions of dollars for that. Yeah, dude. It's like what? What would be the gain? You know what I mean? It's just insane, man. And then they were giving away free shit. Like, dude, there were no sports, no sports, none. None. And then they brought back the uh, when they brought the bubble back. Oh, dude. When the NBA came back, I was like, this is. This is awesome, man. I that thought they like so happy. I thought they were going to do that this year. Yeah, I thought it was all going to be a bubble this entire year too, and I think it would have been fine if it had been. Um, like I, but you know, it's just we're we're at a point where we're really close to it just being not done, but I mean, like we're close to where it's like it's going to be pretty normal in a few months. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Remember, like, are, are we ever gonna be able to shake hands again? Handshakes are out. I, I, I remember seeing like uh, buffets are done. No one will ever go to a buffet again. Yeah. I'm like, that's not true, man. Yeah. People are gonna handshake. People are gonna shake hands. People are gonna go to fucking uh, buffets. People are gonna go to games again. It's it's just gonna take a little bit of time, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, before before we get out of here, can I just say that I think my least favorite thing in the world is like posting a joke and then another comic just uh, correcting the facts in a joke i can't uh, think of another comedian doing that i can't like i posted the this one about like so in Virginia, I well, know. Actually, yeah. Yeah, but in Virginia, the state of Virginia for a governor, you can't run back to back times. Mm-hmm. Like you can run, then you have to take four years off and you can run again. I know mm-hmm. this. I know Gover- Governor Northam's not running again, but I saw, but like, oh, maybe he will in blackface. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but dude, I post this joke where it's the idea of the joke is just like, oh, yeah, Governor Northam is, you know, uh, I saw the Republican guy, I said running against Governor Northam because it's easier to say that and for people to understand why it's a joke, especially for people that aren't from Virginia. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like it's crazy. Just saw the commercial for the Republican running against Governor Northrum. And I think it's insane that his entire campaign isn't just like, hey, um, I'm 
uh, Glenn Youngkin, and I've never worn blackface. Like, I think it's just funny that that's not like the whole thing. Right. And this guy goes, well, technically, he's not running against Ralph Northrom uh, in Virginia. You can't run successive. I'm like, I know. I understand this. What is the point of this? Are you pro-blackface? Yeah. Oh, actually. Fucking Christ. <laughs> Kill yourself. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah, Just I hate the, that, It's too. the worst. If it was, like, a non-comic, it's one thing. But for someone that is a comic, it's like, they're, you're, what you're doing serves no purpose. Right. Right. Yeah. I also, you know what I also try not to do, man? I try not to tag other comics jokes online. Oh, dude. Yeah. I'll, Unless I know them very well. Yeah, dude. You and Paige are like the only two people I'll do it on. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I might send them a message like, hey, this is something you want to try on stage. I have a tag for you. Uh, yeah, I, I've, I've done that, too. There's sometimes Norman would tweet something and, and like I've. I've put a tag out there and I've, I've, I'll go, oh, that's actually pretty good. Let me delete that because I'll ask him like, hey, man, would you want to use that? Because I don't want people to see it and to go, hey, you got that from, you know, because people with fans, their fans are just the worst. unbelievable, man. This, the little shit that they pick up on, it is crazy. Yeah, dude. It's it like is. you really have that much time on your hands when you're nitpicking shit like to that degree. Like yeah, you man. noticed that I tweeted, you know, a a tag to him now now he's using it like god damn yeah, yeah it's like, that's just how this works but that's the thing is people that aren't comics don't understand like if i tag one of your things up i don't own the tag i am so so this is the way that the economy works for me you write a joke and you put the joke out there right so you uh -huh. so but what i do is i have a tag i didn't have to come up with the premise of your joke i didn't have to come up with the joke uh -huh. i come up with the tag I get the reward of laughter of being right. part of a joke that I did not create. Mm -hmm. And I am paying for that laughter by giving you the tag. Right. That is the exchange that we have done to where it's like, <laughs> it's like I get the reward of a humongous laugh. You get a laugh. Right. Yep. And you own this <coughs> thing. Like I, I'm, I am paying you for a laugh with a tag and yes, people that are comic don't get that so i i know man some comics do not get that it's just like oh can i use that it's like dude that's his joke it's yeah. like yeah you came up with the tag but he was he or she was the person that got the whole thing rolling if it wasn't for them you would have never came up with yeah. that tag i would have never not came up with mine and Sorry. sometimes i get it dude it really sucks because sometimes you will tag the shit out of a joke and you go god damn it that is great but hey yeah. that's it happens Yep. But it and also feels good because because it's like I helped somebody. I, you wrote a joke and yeah, it's dude, doing well. You're working when you're writing when they're on stage and it kills. You feel pretty good because you're yeah. like, oh, my God, like I, I helped with this. Like I'm getting a reward and I'm not even on stage right now. And then also it's just like and it's like, but they they keep it. They had the premise. They had the joke. They got the ball rolling. I'm sorry. Your tag was the fucking cherry on top it might be the biggest laugh in the whole joke but you fucking never would have come up with that tag if the other guy hadn't written the entire yeah, goddamn joke i dude i love getting a tag in man because when you hear the comic do it you go ah they don't even know it, it's just something magical yeah, about it to me especially if it's like a comic that's a, like a bigger name to you and you actually get a line in and people love the line God, it feels so good. Yeah, it feels like you're – it, it definitely feels like, okay, I'm not a bad writer. Yeah. Like I'm getting somewhere. with, the, And it is fun, man, because it's like giving a tag to someone you like and respect and want to help and then watching them try it for the first time, and mm -hmm. then it works. 
it's just a very it's such a good giving back comedy moment where you're like man i really helped somebody yeah tried it it's like fuck yeah it's uh, it's oh dude it feels but dude you're right non-comics do not understand it they're just like oh my god he's doing your joke it's like no asshole he's doing my tag and every time he does it i'm getting good karma and i'm getting good laughs across yeah the i'm yeah. Dude, dude you could be a <coughs> now and you gave a tag to someone like norman he's killing all over the country with your tag. yeah exactly you want to give a tag to a big dude so he can go around and kill with your tag and it makes you feel good yeah. And people got to understand too the the the, the kind of the rule of uh, I guess rule of thumb is like if you give somebody a tag, especially a bigger comic, and it does well, just keep your mouth shut about it. You don't you don't need to go around yeah. and tell everybody I wrote that joke for him. Yeah, that's exactly. not how it works. Your fucking mouth, and then yeah. that person will get you spots. That get person spots. will be like, yeah, well, Chris is great, Winston's great, Super right? Or funny. they give you yeah. Some people will even just pay you for it. Yeah. How do you feel about this though? Ooh, this boy. happened to me a long time ago. And this is before I had the rule of um not of not tagging people's jokes, but there was this uh, Chicago comic. He um he he posted something, and I had a great tag for it. Got a lot of likes. He even liked it. And then I go to Twitter. I follow him on Twitter, and then he goes and like just does what I did. He he basically like he put his he said what he said, and then added my tag to it. I, I can't lie. At that point, actually, you know what? It wasn't even that. He just took what I said and posted that on um oh yeah on, I don't like on that. Twitter. I don't like that. If he had, if he had like retweeted your thing and been like, all right, or like, dude, it's one thing where it's like, if he's gonna do it on stage somewhere and get the, I get you, you know what I mean. He's just gonna say it and not credit you. But that is one where it's like there. That's a little iffier. Where it's just like it was you're weird. Taking, you're taking what I wrote and then just saying it. You're not even making it a part of this other bit. Yeah, because uh, he said, yeah, he said something funny. Then I had a great tag or a point a tag or something for it, and then he took that exact thing that I wrote and just took it to Twitter and just tweeted it like it was his idea. Unreal. And I, that was a long time ago. That shit really kind of pissed. I was like, he just basically just give me some type of credit. Like, like you said, I don't care if you do it on stage, but yeah. the fact you just took my line and just put it on on uh, Twitter like it was yours, it's kind of bullshit. Un unbelievable, man. Whatever. <laughs> but dude, this was like ten years ago. So. Well, fuck, man, we did it. We hit an hour. We, we did. Came in hot. We closed pretty strong. We talked mm -hmm. shoes and comedy and politics and shoes comedy and politics that's, that's that might be is. the name of the so yeah um what you got coming up um i guess this will be out monday so uh this weekend i'm recording my album uh come out to good night's oh, yeah. comedy club in raleigh north carolina thursday through sunday june 3rd through the 6th 3rd through the 5th i'm featuring for pat mcgann they're going to be recording it so get tickets to that and then that sunday i'm headlining doing like 40 plus they're gonna record it i need Damn. people there please buy tickets please get some tickets and uh yeah I'm, uh this uh this weekend i'm at the virginia beach funny bone with norman the third to the fifth Ooh. it's been a while uh i've only worked that club once uh and it was not packed at all the last time i was there so it's gonna be interesting when is I do you know when virginia is opening back up fully or what i don't fucking know man no i think idea. they're taking their time maybe june 1st or something i don't, I don't know maybe middle of, yeah maybe june 1st middle of june yeah may, dude you might have the first you know wide open weekend let's look it up real quick um but uh, okay well that's the show everybody did that's you want to plug anything else no just at winston h comedy winston hodges.com i got some cool yeah. stuff coming up yeah at chris allen comedy all right everybody we out peace we're out that was a good one